Welcome to For Your Success with Katie Horner, an inspiring program about overcoming the I'm too small mindset, redefining success, and growing your lifestyle business legacy without fear. Welcome back to episode 32 of the For Your Success podcast, where we are challenging the comparison mindset and teaching that you are never too small to have an influence, follow your dreams, or build that successful online business. Thank you so much for listening. We totally depend on listeners like you to share us with your friends and to subscribe and keep this going. You'll find all the links from today's episode at bloggingsuccessfully.com forward slash 032. Today's episode is sponsored again by The Blog Connection, which is our online business community for women entrepreneurs. So if you're a woman with a blog and you're looking for weekly coaching, a caring community that totally gets what you do online, and a seven-step process to go from blog start to blog income, be sure and check out all that the monthly membership has to offer at bloggingsuccessfully.com forward slash connection. In our last episode, number 31, we met someone who started, bought, grew, and sold eight businesses in 37 years' time. But today's guest has created a popular food blog called AroundMyFamilyTable.com, and she's also the author of the cookbook, Smoke It Like a Pit Master. Her award-winning recipes have been featured on numerous online sites, including the Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, FoxNews.com, MSN.com, Today.com, Ehow, Epicurious, and many, many more. She has competed at the World Food Championships in the Food Blogger Division, amazing, and is also the founder and host for the blogger conference called Blended, which is held each year in Phoenix, Arizona, and where I had the privilege of speaking on digital product creation just a couple years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show today my friend, Wendy O'Neill. So today we are welcoming from AroundMyFamilyTable.com, Wendy O'Neill. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Wendy, I'm so excited to get to share you with our audience. Wendy, um, for those of you who are not familiar with AroundMyFamilyTable.com, Wendy has a food blog and has produced a cookbook. And but she and I actually met when she was running the Blended Blogging Conference, which I spoke at a couple years ago in Arizona. That was so much fun. We had so much fun having you out there. You were such an inspiration to everybody. Oh, it was it was a blast to be out there. It was one of the first conferences that I spoke at, and it was a really, really awesome experience. And I'm so sad that they're kind of on hold right now, but really um, looking forward to what may be coming in the future. So uh, you first got into online business back in 2010, you were telling me. I'd love for you to share with our listeners, a lot of them moms, just like you and I, how did you get started with an online business? What was the motivating factor and um, you know, what, what pushed you into that? What's your story? Sure. So it actually kind of happened by accident. I was a stay-at-home mom and I was always cooking for my family and friends would always be asking questions like, how did you make that? What did you do? How did you turn this into leftovers? And I was tired of repeating myself. So I started a website so I could share quick and easy with them, like what I was doing at home. And then I think 
three months into it, a brand reached out to me and said, hey, will you try our product? And it just kind of slowly took off from there. And I really still didn't think there was going to be any like monetary or benefits coming from it. It was still just kind of hobby. And it just kept growing and growing. And I'm amazed at where it's become, what it's become. Wow. So um, this was like local people, correct, that were asking you about how to do stuff? Yeah, just friends and like mom groups would just ask me questions about how I turned leftover chicken into tacos. And I was tired of repeating myself. So I just (laughs) put it all online. Like I get asked the same questions. So yeah. What's one of your favorite recipes ever? My favorite recipes ever? Well, probably the one that I get asked the most about, it's the silliest little thing, is how I make my taco meat in the slow cooker. Uh-huh. And it's the s- simplest thing, but it, everybody is just impressed by it, I guess. So it's one of my top recipes. I make it all the time at home, and it's funny <laughs> that it's well, done and- so well. And I know you're a big Mexican food fan because that's where we ate when uh, you took me out to dinner when we went for the conference. (laughs) That's true. That's right. I love Mexican food. Like, I could eat that all day long, (laughs) every day. (laughs) Well, talk about turning your blog to answer questions and save save yourself time. Um, How did that go from just, you know, a service to others and, and to save you time from having to explain it all over again? How did that turn into a business for you? Well, I still for a couple of years, I still didn't feel like it was actually a business. It was just a hobby. And then I started getting invited to local events. And even then, I still didn't take it seriously. I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. And then all of a sudden, I was getting money and I was getting ad revenue. And like, it was just mind-blowing that like I could make money at this so then I started to research and I took it a little more seriously I joined some online Facebook groups and tried to make sure I was understanding the laws and everything about online entrepreneurship and just kind of grew from there and just learned as much as I could And, and did you at, at what point did you change from this is just a hobby to this oh. is just a business Well, so probably the first time I started taking it really seriously, my husband and I, we got invited to a party and it was on the rooftop of like a really tall like skyscraper in downtown Phoenix. And it was like super fancy. And we just kind of were sitting there all dressed up. And I was like, what, what has happened? Like, have we like done something really cool? Like I couldn't, (laughs) I was like so in shock that on a like Friday night we're here at this gorgeous place because they wanted us there and they knew that I had something to offer my audience or to to share with my audience about them and I was like okay we need to like look at this and so I think it was shortly after that my husband gave his full blessing on what I was doing I set hours at home that I would work and I turned it into an LLC mm-hmm. I did that myself turned it into an LLC and just grew from there I did everything that I thought I was supposed to do to try to make it a business still Mm -hmm. a learning curve after eight years right (laughs) and um 
I have to ask this because we're we're doing this ourselves with our LLC, but is Arizona a nexus state? Ooh, I don't even know what that is. Okay, so nexus so <laughs> Well, there may be others who don't know what that is, but nexus yeah. is has to do with the sales tax and having to pay sales tax in whatever state the buyer is from. Do you have to deal with that in Arizona? Uh, no, I believe I well, I don't I don't have anything where I'd have to pay sales tax, so I haven't looked in it too much. Okay. But I'm pretty sure you pay the sales tax for people that live like in if somebody state. bought yeah, so if somebody bought something from me in Arizona, then I would pay sales tax, but I wouldn't have to do it other places. Okay. Well, and that makes I sense if, totally, if Yeah, I could be totally off base, so if you don't have don't digital projects products, then um, then that makes sense that you wouldn't be up to speed on that because uh, we've been looking at that with North Carolina, which is a nexus state. If anyone is listening and wondering, because um, that's where our business is based, and and that's a that's a big interesting headache to try to figure out. So Ooh, I, I bet <laughs> now you know you don't have digital products, Wendy, but you do have a cookbook that you've recently put out. Tell us about the experience of putting that together. That was really fun and exciting, actually. And I, I'd always wanted to, to do a cookbook, to write a cookbook, but I didn't want to go through the hassle of putting together a proposal to do it. So I thought, if the perfect project falls in my lap, I would do it. And that's kind of the same page my husband was on. He's like, I don't want you spending all this time putting together a proposal and get turned down and be heartbroken. So if it falls in your lap, great. So a year and a half ago, it was right before Christmas, I get just this random email from a publisher that said, hey, we found a project of yours that you did on Pinterest. We loved it. We want to talk to you about a cookbook. And I was shocked. Mm. I was like, oh, my goodness. Are you serious? The power so, of Pinterest. <laughs> I, right? It's crazy. So it was actually for how to use a smoker, like a backyard smoker mm-hmm. for meat, meat uh, cooking meat. And... So I was just completely in shock and called my husband and I was like, oh my gosh, you'll never guess what happened. So we went through the process, the negotiations, reading a really, really long, intricate contract was really scary and um, just trying to meet all the the guidelines that they had set up and it was really fun. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It was hard because... The turnaround on doing a cookbook is really short. So they wanted 75 recipes, all with pictures, plus pictures of like step-by-step on how to do things mm-hmm. within about five months. So considering... So you guys you, ate a lot of meat in five months. We ate a lot of smoked meat in five <laughs> months. So we took a few months off from smoking anything when we were done. But we ate really, really well. And it was a lot of work because using a smoker takes a really long time to cook something. So it's not like you could just bake something up in an hour and be done. It was like six, seven hours to smoke something and the timing of it to get pictures. And it was a crazy whirlwind ride, but that was, was fun. Mm. And for those of you listening, we're talking with Wendy from aroundmyfamilytable.com and you can check out our show notes at bloggingsuccessfully.com forward slash zero three two to get a link to Wendy's Smoker Cookbook on Amazon. Um, 
When do you talk about maybe some of the struggles that you had as you got started with your blog or as you grew it into a business? I know there's a lot of people listening that have a blog that they're starting and they want it to be a business, but they're struggling. How, what were some of the things that you faced and, and some of the, the things that you overcame? Sure. So probably the biggest that everybody talks about is page views, numbers, how many people follow you here and how many people follow, how many people follow you there and all the different things that you're supposed to do. And I really, really struggled with trying to do it all. And it really doesn't work. Like something's going to fail. Your home will fail. Your kids will go crazy. And so, or your business will fail or whatever. But what I learned is just to have set business hours during Mm -hmm. the day when the kids are at school, put my computer away when they get home and have family time and just try to like compartmentalize everything. So I'm not, cause social media is so on all the time that it's easy just to get wrapped up and be like, I'm just going to check Instagram one more time <laughs> while the kids are doing their homework. But you really just have to say, no, this is my family's time and this is my work time and just keep those separate. Um, and the other thing is just thinking I'm not good enough. And that's the hard one. That's the hardest one probably to get for me to get past is comparing myself to other bloggers that are bigger or have bigger numbers or seem to have more opportunities. And I've just learned that, you know, I'm I'm happy where I'm at. Like I don't want to have to work 24-7. I like being able to just work part-time and spend time with my family and focus on them. Hmm. And that's so important to know where your priorities are and um, how to how to have those time boundaries and, and realize. I, I say all the time to my people, comparison kills contentment. And that's exactly what you just said is that. Absolutely. You know, when you look around and you compare yourself to others, um, number one, it's not fair to either of you. <laughs> right. And number two, it, it changes into a bad attitude real quick. Oh, um, totally. And, and the whole gist of this show is... To, to share with people that you're never too small to have an influence or, or follow your dreams or build that successful online business. And you've done that and you've made a huge impact there locally where you are, as well as online through all that you're doing. Uh, I know that you lead some local blogging meetups and things. Um, tell us a little bit about how, how that has helped you with your business. So I started Blended Conference. Um, It was to bring people here to Arizona because honestly, I am a stay-at-home mom and I didn't have the funds to go travel all over to go to conferences. So I thought, let's figure out how to bring people here. And so it kind of just started that way. And then we would take just a core group of people and we would go to different businesses and learn about that and get together and talk and stuff like that. So it was, it was really fun and we got to know each other and support each other and um, be local, <laughs> like with our businesses and stuff and get, get to know the business owners and share how we can support them and how they could support us. And that has turned into tons of relationships for you, if I'm not mistaken. It has. It has. I have some really good relationships with the local PR agencies here. Um, They helped me when my book came out. 
they helped support me and share press releases with their contacts, which was really helpful. And it's just been such a blessing to have them, you know, on my side. Hmm. Can you give some pointers? Maybe there's somebody listening who wants to start a local meetup um, for bloggers or online businesses in their area. What would you suggest that they, they do to start something like that? To actually do it. Because I know I thought forever, like, I would go back and forth. Should I do it? Should I not? Should I not? What if no one comes? What if this? What if that? And it, my biggest takeaway would just be do it. Like, don't worry if no one comes one day or whatever. Like, they will come. Just make a Facebook group. Start sharing. Let's go here. Let's go have coffee. and Just start super simple and easy. And then if you have a local PR contact, um, reach out to them and say, hey, a bunch of bloggers are getting together for coffee. Do you want to join us? And just start small and it will grow. Hmm. And what was the what was the first time maybe you have a story or a, a reader interaction you can share with us? Some one of the times that you knew that your your business was making a difference. It wasn't just about you and and feeding your family, which is important, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, about having a bigger impact. Sure. So this is kind of the story is funny. It started off really, really bad and turned really good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so halfway through, um, well, now it's been longer. I, so I'm gluten free and dairy free. Um, I was diagnosed with a severe dairy allergy, and so I had to change the direction of my website. And some of the readers didn't like that, and then some started getting word that I was all gluten free and dairy free on my website, and so. It's, one reader contacted me and she was so mean and hurtful saying how disappointed she was at my website because she found something with gluten in it on there. And I was just so hurt by it. And I, I responded kindly back to her and I explained my whole story and, and she, she totally came around. She's like, Oh my goodness, I had no idea. And so we developed a little friendship and she would email me and she goes, my daughter needs this recipe for Easter. Can you help me come up with a recipe idea? And so we'd work together on recipes for her daughter. And and I think that was the first time I actually felt like I was making the difference in somebody's life mm. and that I could help them. And it was just so touching because I turned somebody that was, she literally, it felt like she hated me because I had a gluten recipe on my <laughs> website to someone that was like such an ally and like, asking me to help her daughter with an Easter recipe for her family. And it was just, it was really sweet and touching the way I was able to, well, I don't know that I turned it around, but that we were able to turn that whole dialogue around. And it was just really cool to see how that transpired. Hmm. What has been your biggest struggle with the food allergies and, and with being public about sharing the recipes that you're using? Um, the hardest thing is, oh man, I had, well, I had to totally change the companies I was working for and how I would write my recipes. And honestly, it's, it was like starting from scratch and learning how to cook. Like I never cooked with xanthan gum or rice flour or anything as back then I thought it was weird, like Mm -hmm. weird. Why would you cook with xanthan gum? That's weird. But, uh, just, Like, I knew how to bake. Like, I learned how to bake when I was little. Like, regular cakes and regular muffins and regular cookies. And then 
to have to figure out how to bake and still run a successful business and then share with my readers why I had to change directions. It was, it was a really rough three or four months and I still, I don't feel like I do <laughs> very well um, because I want to give everybody what they want and I want people to come to my site and be like, she has the best cake recipe, even though it's gluten-free or, you know, but just that whole transition of me personally learning how to cook again was really hard. What is your definition of success, Wendy? I know you have, you have a very successful online blog um, in spite of the struggles, which I appreciate that you shared those with us because I know that so many of our readers can identify with that. But um, I know also that everyone's definition of success is different. So I'd love for you to share with us what your definition of success is. Sure. So I was thinking about this and honestly, I think for me, success is being able to give more to my kids than I normally would have been as just a stay at home mom. So whether that's extra income so we can do more things and I'm more into experiences than actual tangible gifts. So like I want to be able to have them experience things. And by me working and doing this, we have a little bit of extra income that we're able to do that with our family. And then uh, just being able to know that I'm contributing to my family in a constructive way is, for me, success. Instead of I'm just sitting at home cleaning the house, um, that didn't feel like success to me. But um yeah, I think just being able to contribute just a little bit to our family is success for me. And what would you say to others that are struggling to be successful in their own right, whether it's with a blog or some other kind of online business? Looking back at where you started in 2010, what what advice would you give someone just starting out? Just to keep pushing through. If, if you really feel like that's what you need to be doing than just to keep doing it. And um, I prayed a lot and I asked that whatever it was that I was doing was the right track for me and my family. And I think that because I did follow what I was, I felt like I needed to be doing, success came with that. Hmm. Very good, very good answer. and. Um, can you share any resources that you use to grow your business? I know you mentioned Facebook groups, um, but w what else, what else can you share or would you share or what do you wish maybe that you had found sooner as a resource for growing your business? Uh, definitely Facebook groups, either, you know, start your own or join some that are in the niche that you're in, um, the, Probably the biggest thing to help me grow so that I could have a little bit of time off was scheduling tools for different social media so I could not have to be on Twitter all the time. So I found a tool that I could schedule Twitter and have that go out because I don't like Twitter. So I didn't want to be on Twitter. So I found something to help me where I didn't have to do that. Um, and tools like that to help take some of the stress off of all the things that you think you should be doing. Mm -hmm. 
Those are, those are awesome. Thank you so much, Wendy, for being with us today. Um, those of you that are listening, you want to be sure and check out Wendy and her uh, recipes at aroundmyfamilytable.com. And we'll also have a link to her, slow, her um, I'm sorry, I started to say slow cooker, the uh, smoker cookbook. Uh, we'll be with our show notes today at bloggingsuccessfully.com forward slash 032. So be sure that you check that out and get a copy of her cookbook. I have a copy. It's gorgeous. And we've enjoyed those recipes. So thank you, Wendy, so much for being with us today. We appreciate your time. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Hey, are you craving an online business that allows you to do what you love with the freedom to earn money from anywhere? Or maybe you've already started with a blog and you're not sure what to do next, or your blog isn't earning the income that you want it to do. I invite you to check out our Blog Connection membership. No matter where you are in your journey, we're going to combine education and community with the experience of a professional coach to get you on the road to success in your business. You may feel lonely and isolated. You can join our group and get help anytime. You don't know what to do? Check out our training library of resources or book a call with your coach. You need an expert on speed dial and that's what you're going to get when you join the Blog Connection. Check us out at bloggingsuccessfully.com slash connection and get connected for success today. Thanks for listening to the For Your Success podcast with Katie Horner, presented by bloggingsuccessfully.com. For show notes and links to the resources mentioned in today's episode, visit www.foryoursuccesspodcast.com. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, Just Pay Shipping, at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage, and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.